0: Time to talk sports. Ninety-six point five is six hundred KGEZ,
1: and the Knock On Sports is on the air. Here's your host, Anthony Knockreiner. Good evening, and welcome, welcome indeed, here to a Friday night edition of the Knock On Sport Sports. Hope you guys are having a great Friday here as we get you ready for the weekend. Lots of action going on. we got some high school basketball games tomorrow that we will get to here in just a little bit. Obviously, recap some of the action from last night as well. But first, the Knockout Sports is sponsored by the Whitefish Credit Union. Whitefish Credit Union, helping you plan and succeed for today and always. Some things never change, like Whitefish Credit Union's commitment to you. Contact them at 862-3525 or visit whitefishcu.com where they belong to you. Tonight on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline, we will chat with Keith Brake, host of The Breakdown from Bison 1660. We'll get his thoughts on all the latest movement going on within the FCS. And my good friend John Kemper, play-by-play man for Helena High, will join me here in just a little bit. He's actually going to co-host with me tonight, but we're going to bring him in here in just a few minutes. First off, though, uh, I want to start with last night's games for the Flatted Braves and Bravettes. Tale of two different storylines last night for each team. When you talk about the Brave Vets, I thought they got off to a great start last night. You talk about a team that was down only three to the co-defending state champions as the Capital Bruins had an 18-15 lead after one quarter. It was three, 33-22 at halftime. The Brave Ets they showed some real fight. They showed some real grit. At one point, it was a 10-5 lead for the flatted Brave Vets. And so what we're seeing is a team that was really improved. And again, we're seeing some young players that are starting to shine, even though the, you know, they're, they're only sophomores. And so a ton of credit, especially I want to give a shout-out to Avery Chouinard. She played really well, I thought, last night. Did some nice things for the Braves. I know it kind of hurt that this team didn't have Bridget Crowley or Kira Siegel or Rebecca Ecker as those three players were out. Uh, But again, we'll see when those players can be available for Coach Sam Tudor again. Uh, But again, I I thought you know being shorthanded last night from the players that they usually have, uh, this Brave Vets team really came out and responded really well. And so some encouraging things. And like I said, that was going to be a tall order for the Brave Vets to try and knock off the Capital Lady Bruins. Again, it's been since 2012. Uh, was the last time that the Flatted Braves knocked off the Capital Bruins, and they're going to try and continue to do that. They'll do that or try and get that other get another opportunity uh, in a few weeks. But again, it's about this team getting better every single time on the court. and what, that, is that, That's what you saw last night, or that's what you heard last night as you were listening to us here on 600 KGEZ. And so, again, Matty Moy playing well. Claire Converse really come, came on in the second half. Uh, again, this thing is starting to mix itself right into a really exciting basketball team. And like I said, and I'm going to continue to say this as we get through the season, as we're almost to the halfway point. we got one more game, and then we are at the halfway point of the AA Conference season. This team needs to be playing its best basketball by the end of the season. And, as long, and I can say the same thing for the Braves basketball team. As long as they are continually improving every single night, all you can ask for is that this team is playing its best basketball by the end of the season. And especially with a one-and-done playoff system, like it sounds like we're going to have, you're going to have to have that by the end of the season. Because guess what? One slip-up, one bad night in the playoffs. Could end your season. And we're talking about two really exciting teams. We're talking about some exciting seniors that are playing their last games uh, at Flatted High School. So that's what the Flatted Brave vets, those are my thoughts on them. Last night for the Flatted Braves. An extremely tough night as they pretty much got their teeth kicked in by Capital. There's really no other way to put it in, as the Flathead Braves, uh, Braden Cook. I'm sorry, the Capital Bruins and Braden Cook. Um, they did what they had to do. This was a battle between the number three and the number four team in the Western Double A, and Capital, at least after last night, cemented themselves as the number three team. And guess what? Everybody outside this Flathead Valley is going to look at the Flathead Braves as they're not quite on the same step. I don't think that, but I can tell you right now, that's what everyone outside of this valley is thinking. That's what people in Missoula are thinking. That's what people in Helena are thinking. That is what people in Butte are thinking and everywhere else. Flatted Braves, unfortunately, came up short last night, and I've got some thoughts on that. And I'm going to go to a guy that does a great job with talking about and motivational speaking, because last night the Flatted Braves were dealt a hand of adversity last night. Got tapped out? Good. Got beat. Again, last night was definitely a learning process for the Flatted Braves. We know how good this basketball team can be. I know Coach Dirk, John's root in the team. They're going to look to make their corrections. I know they were at practice earlier today, and they got to get ready because guess what? The Helena Bengals, they played Glacier tough. Glacier did get the win last night. Congrats to Mark Harkins and the Glacier Wolfpack for getting the W last night. But Helena's not going anywhere. Helena is not a team that's just going to lay down and let you beat them. They are going to bring defensive effort every single night, and if they, if you don't take them seriously, they will get a win. They will find a way to beat you. And so, Flathead, for them, this is, I guess, as Jocko said, you got beat last night. Flathead got tapped by Capital. Can't happen again. Tomorrow afternoon, Flathead has to take it to the Helena High Bengals and really start to bring again. As we get ready, that home stretch run where this basketball team is playing its best basketball. We saw some really good stuff in the Crosstown game between Glacier and Flatted. We saw the defense play really well. We know these guys are getting towards the same page, and they have to get on that same page as we get towards the end of the season. But Flatted really does want those home playoff games. And guess what? As we now approach that second half of the season... We're talking about crucial games for Flathead, where, again, you're looking at, again, not getting ahead of, of, of Hell in High, obviously, tomorrow, but when I look at what Flathead has in the second half of the schedule, obviously, they're going to get Big Sky next Thursday. We know how close that game was the first time, but this time they're going to be down in Missoula. That's a home game for the Eagles. Then they get Sentinel up here. Then you got Hellgate down in Missoula. Then you got Butte again. And then you're going to have Glacier. And then you're going to have the Helena Schools again. And so for the Flathead Braves, these crucial battles for them are going to be, can they knock off and get Sentinel one? Can they get a sweep on the Hellgate Knights? Can they avenge the loss to the the Butte Bulldogs? And will they be able to avenge the loss to the Capitol Bruins? This is a team that, again, talented, really exciting, tough night last night, but they're going to have to be playing their best basketball, and I think they will. And, again, this is going to be a good, a good, like Jocko Willie said, a good opportunity for this team to learn and bounce back. Can't wait to see what they're going to do tomorrow. Uh, we will have that game for you right here on 600 KGEZ, where the Flathead Braves will be hosting the High Bengals. We'll have a 3 Bank pregame show around 345, tip-off around 4 o'clock. With that being said, let's go ahead and bring in my co-host here tonight on the Knock On Sports. That is my good friend John Kemper. He is the play-by-play man for Helena High. John, it is great to see you and great to have you in uh, in studio, man.
0: Got a nice studio. This is fantastic. What I really like about it is the police station's right across the street. So when you have bad takes, you can just turn yourself in right there. Wow. What's
1: <laughs> <laughs> up? it's real (laughs) Uh, you're funny uh (laughs) john great to have you here really appreciate that you like the new digs man um let's start here john obviously uh you you called the girls name girls game last night against uh, between helena and glacier uh i think the, the season's been really exciting the games that we have been able to have but just give me your thoughts on last
0: night's game between glacier and helena well for helena it was their first game in 16 days and um It was their first game in 16 days. They've only played three games. So it was interesting to see how they responded and how they came out. They also didn't have Liz and Lauren Heiser. Uh, Lauren didn't play, but Liz was in there. And Liz actually led Helena in scoring with 15. But um, I really liked what I saw to Helena. They definitely – they fought. They had a lead for a good chunk of that game. But, man, you got to – hats off to uh, Coach Cram and Glacier in that, I mean, they – they got the lead back in the fourth quarter and just kept fighting and fighting and fighting. And uh, they ended up getting the win 60 to 54. It was, a, it was a fun game to call. You know, sometimes you don't get the fun games to call. And uh, I thought at one point that might go to overtime because we were having just a seesaw battle you know, in the first, first half and then a little separation then in the fourth quarter, kind of the same deal. I like so. this kind of party. I
1: like good basketball. That's always a ton of fun and exciting Western A Conference basketball that we're going to talk about here. I can't
0: believe they give you hotkeys. <laughs>
1: Uh, John Kemper joining us here uh, John just give me your thoughts overall On the season here and we'll start on the girls side Because we're talking about girls basketball um, Obviously Capital and Hellgate They're the two teams that we thought they were They definitely are that but it's been interesting Sentinel, Glacier, Helena as well Even under first year head coach uh, Dudek has done a really really nice job Coach Sam Tudor I think we will have the Bravettes in there Fighting as well can't count out Butte I know Big Sky they got their first win last night yep. They're picking it up What do you think about the Western A on the girls side
0: well i'm actually a little surprised capital isn't running away um and i know there's still a whole half a season to go but if you if you listen to everybody coming into the season it seemed like it was capital then hellgate and then kind of everybody else and hellgate actually beat capital we'll see what happens on the second one but i don't think capitals hit their stride yet um, necessarily. They're going to definitely be a force. I mean, defending state co-champions. Um, so yeah have that. I think Hellgate's probably right where you thought they would be. Uh, Sentinel. I, I mean, they're a little up and down right now, um, but you know, they're going to get that together. But Helena, you know, I'm happy where they're at. I think they're performing a lot better than what people thought they were going to perform. Um, but they're probably going to have to win close games. That's I think, especially against really good teams. But for for a first year and for the roster turnover Helen has had, um, it's been really exciting. And they have a lot. They have a lot coming up.
1: Again, talking about on the growth side of the Western A Conference, I know, and, and you and I have been talking about this for the last couple of years, but at the same time, I know we say it, we hear the coaches say it every single night that the A, you got to bring your A game. If you bring anything less, you're going to get beat. But it does even feel like, and I know Capital and Hellgate, they're still ahead, but we've seen some teams be able to take Hellgate or take Capital or a little bit early on in games. It feels like this conference is a little bit deeper and it is just, I know it's weird to say tougher, but it does feel that way.
0: No, I totally agree. And sometimes whether coaches say it or not or we say it or not there are there are games where you look past you're like okay we're probably getting that w and moving on this year there might only be one team that you can you know one game where you can think that and i don't even think you can because of the win last night with big sky um so these teams definitely have to bring their very best game every week uh every every game and if they don't they're gonna get snuck up on and the last thing you want is starting to have start to struggle with momentum Mm -hmm. and lose one, lose two, three or three games, because man, we're in a sprint. We're not in a regular full marathon type season. And now it's condensed even more. Helena is going to have to play nine games in the last, you know, the last half of the season where everybody else for the most part is only going to play seven. So I think that will be beneficial to them. But, I mean, they're going to be, uh, I think, a little more tired as they get towards the divisionals, whatever that's going to look like. Well,
1: right now it sounds like they're only going to go with the volleyball playoff format that we saw earlier, which is, again, one and done. I'm not a big fan of that. Obviously, I know the double A's, they have to plan. So I am still hoping that maybe we get something like 2016, 2017, which was that, okay, you got to play in the top two seeds. They got automatic burst in. I hope we see something like that. Because again, I understand, obviously, we're not going to be out of the woods with, with COVID yet. But I would like still to be able to be some kind of tournament for the teams, the top four teams that are there. Because again, it's one and done. I've seen it in Florida. That's what they do. But here, it would just be kind of cool to still have that state tournament instead of having that one-and-done because I feel like any given night, anybody can win on any given night. And there is that aspect too, but it's a double-edged sword.
0: No, absolutely. And I think this year, more than even in years past, there's so much more parity uh, mm-hmm. that the one-and-done, that's that's terrifying for the teams at the top if they're not going to get buys. Right. Because you could, you could have a – you know you could have a sentinel sneak in or uh, not sneak in but they could beat somebody that, you could have an off night the top yeah, team could have an off exactly. night exactly off night and 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 that's all it takes on that so uh no i mean they got to do what they got to do i hope we don't see a one and done cuz uh i mean i think you're like me and a lot of other people man you love going to Tournaments and just watching game after game after game. It's the best thing in the world Well, it's not like the double-a gets
1: a lot of tournaments anyway I mean outside of the divisional tournament in the state tournament. That's the only tournament that's that the double-a's get and so to not even have one um it seems strange and obviously the a's the b's and the c's they're going to continue on with tournaments I, I think there are going to be some alterations to those but like i said hopefully we can get some better news and and i think there's still enough time by mid-february to maybe make a change um away from this but if they go this way that is what it is
0: well and you mentioned something last night when we were just chatting the a b's and c's are still going to have their tournaments and they're going to have them in double a cities yeah but the double a isn't going to have a tournament as it sits right now that just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me yeah, that is an interesting one, to, to say the least. Uh, we're with John Kemper right now as he's joining me
1: as a co-host tonight on the Knock On Sports. John, let's talk a little boys basketball, because that's been really interesting. I know uh, for Helena High, not the season that they're having one to start, but as I said in the open, this is a basketball team coached by Brandon Day that you do not sleep on, regardless of their record. Their defense is still really tough. This team is still really, really good, I think. Um, what do you think about the Helena High Bengals as they get ready for the flight at Braves tomorrow?
0: I think you're right. I think the defense, I think it's down a little bit than in previous years. But what I love about this team is even though they're winless, there's a lot of heart and mm-hmm. there's a lot of pride. What I have not seen in the games that I've called, I have not seen Helena quit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you saw them in Hellgate the first game of the year. I mean, they they got within four in the last like minute and a half of that game when they were down by 21 at one point. So that's kind of the attitude that they have. I think with the boys... They're just not they haven't quite messed yet together, where you see a team and everyone knows what I'm talking about, where you see a team and they you can tell they just know what what each other are thinking. Mm-hmm. I don't think Helena has that quite yet. I think they have it to a point, but the one thing I've noticed with Helena is they seem a little hesitant offensively. Until like the third or fourth quarter, and then they start playing a brand of basketball that I think they could win with and, and be successful in. And that's driving to the basket and, and you know trying to pick up some uh, trying to draw some fouls and, and it'll open up their outside game. But um, Helena right now, they just they got off to a rough start. At one point, they were hitting, I believe, 12% from three. Mm-hmm. That can only get better from there. But I mean, tomorrow against Flathead, that's, it's going to be a tough, tough game.
1: Yeah, no question about that. And uh, with that, too, John, looking at the double A, I mean, obviously, the last couple of years, Raleigh Wooster has been the name. Abe Johnson to go along with it. We've seen some great uh, basketball players. You go cut back even further than that. Sam Beagley for Sentinel, who was just tremendous. Yeah. Um, but this year, it feels like, and and I don't even include in Helen in this, there's, there's, there's one player that just is really, really good for each team, you know, and I think that's Justin Kripe for Flathead, along with all the, the entire cast, Hunter Hickey, others. Um, you know, you look at. Uh, Sentinel with Alex Germer, Weston Price with Glacier, Beckett Arthur for Hellgate, uh, Braden Cook obviously with with Capital. It feels like more so than any other year. There's really some great players on every team.
0: Yeah, it's been it's fun for us to watch. I mean, <laughs> um, you know, Cook. I watched him last week in Crosstown. He it's amazing how he can take over a game, and he's only a junior. He has one more year yeah. um, on that. And last night he hit 10 threes in a row. Yeah, I know. The Braves fans were not happy about that. Yeah, that was <laughs> insane. So, And he had 13 steals. Deals. Yeah, so, I mean, he's the real deal. I think for Helena, if you're looking at players, uh, I think Austin Ziler's one who, who I think he's probably still leading them in scoring. I mm-hmm. think he can do pretty well. I think the one that really gets him going, though, is Caden Hewitt. If he can drive and make some shots and get, get his confidence going, it just makes everybody better uh, in that. It'll help Sam Norm underneath, and it helps those those three-point shooters that Helena has.
1: How excited are you for the second half of conference play? Obviously, we still have one more game tomorrow, but clearly the second half. I mean, I, I know the standings sit the way they do, but I expect the standings not to be the same once we get through this weekend. I expect a change by the time we get to the final standings.
0: Well, I get paid per game, so let's do a second half and a third <laughs> half and a fourth half. <laughs> just do games all year long i mean i make some money every time teams play uh no i'm very excited because now we're getting down to crunch time you know we're 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 coming around that last turn of the track and we we have a seven game sprint and there's still a lot to be decided because i don't i really don't think any team either east or west is playing their best basketball Mm -hmm. um and it's because you didn't have any games in december you had more practice time that's great but what you really need is reps on the on the on the basketball court and in any sport and i think some of the i think a lot of teams haven't even totally identified their bench totally because you know how it is with jv Mm -hmm. jv players and they start really really progressing and looking good those kids all of a sudden they'll move up to varsity and get some playing time that that's that might be lagging a little bit because We only have a 14-game season.
1: John Kemper joining us. He's going to stick around a little longer, but coming up next year on the Knock On Sports, we're going to chat about FCS landscapes changing, new conferences coming up, and will that mean more competitive games across the landscape, more teams in the postseason, a little more balance across the FCS. We'll get Keith's thoughts on that as the A-Sun now joins along with the WAC. That's coming up next year on the Knock On Sports. John Kemper's going to stick around. We're going to talk some NFL at the bottom of the hour. That's all next year on the Knock On Sports.